All right. So uh, this is about two years down the road. You're hanging out. Um, you're not really focusing on comedy right now. You had a gig that uh, did not go well. Uh, you killed a kid. What happened was you were uh, booked to play uh, the Republican National Convention <laughs> in 2020. And uh, when they asked you to do it, like they kind of um, they thought you were a different Jake Flores. Sure. There's another Jake Flores who is uh, like like he's a pundit and he's just like he's just like, yeah, build the wall, fucker. <laughs> so people hate this guy. Yeah. But uh, they they think you're that guy, and so they book you to play. Uh, and you don't realize it's a, it's the Republican National Convention until you get there. And, but like the check clears, so you're like, "Fuck it, whatever." I'm a man of my word. So you go up, and they're like, "And please help us welcome our next speaker, Jake Flores." And you walk up, and they play like that, like. And you're like, what the fuck, guys? Like, you're very, you're like visibly upset. Okay. So you grab the mic and you just start ripping into these guys. You just start pointing out all the hypocrisy they've done over the last four years, all this shit. And it's so funny that like they're laughing. They're like, oh, he gets us. He's getting us. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I'm roasting them. Yeah, until so you finish it and you go, <clears throat> and and two more words. Fuck you. And you take the mic, and instead of just dropping the mic, you like throw the mic down as hard as you can. <laughs> the mic explodes. The, 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 the top of the mic goes like flying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like kills this guy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kills somebody. Yeah, kills this guy named uh, 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 Charles K. Murder. <laughs> Charles Murder is exactly who you think he is. Sure. So yeah. like, no one cares. Like, he's one of these like really evil donors who like actually like kills people. Yeah. Uh, for fun. Like, like he does this thing where it's like he'll like he'll like oh I I need an intern and someone will, like volunteer as intern and he just like makes them live in the woods as he hunts them and stuff like sure. like charles murder is undefeated but he is not a good guy we so, all know what we're getting into with charles murder it's yeah. right in the name yeah so you kind of do that and uh there's like a riot and shit so uh you're kind of like wow i need to take a step back from comedy and kind of see is this worth it they're gonna like death threaten shit now because yeah. of that um and then like there's like these like punk like 12 year old kids who keep tweeting you and like making fun of you and you're getting so angry because <laughs> they're making like reference like new references that you just don't get. Yeah. So they're like, wow, watching Jake Flores at the Republican National Convention. That was almost as bad as watching Goof Troop 15. <laughs> it gets 300,000 retweets. <laughs> but you just don't get it. So you're like, I don't. What? I've never seen Goof Troop 15. So you respond by saying that. And then one of the guys like does that like quote, uh, 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 that retweet like quote thing, which says you saying, I've never seen that movie. And they just go, we know brother. And that gets 10 billion retweets. <laughs> so you're kind of like, fuck this. I'm sick of all the shit that comes with comedy. I'm going to take a little bit of a break. I killed that guy. 
And then what happened was that guy, uh, Charles Murder, fell off of the balcony and he landed on this kid, uh, this 12-year-old kid. No one ever knew his name. <laughs> and uh, they, so he, he died. So people were like pretty pissed at you. True. So you have decided like, you know what? I have been trying to entertain the masses for the last uh, you know decade plus. I kind of want to go out in New York. I want to go watch you know, a show. I want to go watch someone else, you know, perform. And you don't really want to go watch comedy. You kind of want to watch some music. So you go to this one place. It's called the Cool Guy Cafe. (laughs) And the way it works is there's a, there's someone, uh, there's like a door guy. He is uh, like 15 feet tall. (laughs) He is, but but most of that is his neck. Like yeah. his neck is so long, and the top of his head, he's like this bald guy. And uh, you kind of look up at him, and you're like, "Holy shit!" And he's like, uh, he has a, a name tag, and it just says, "The man who never was." <laughs> and he looks at you, and he goes, "What's your favorite food?" This is how like he tests how cool you are. Oh, okay. Um, I tell him my favorite food is um i guess like a new york strip like a steak and he goes cool oh god and he opens the door and you like walk through and you're like holy you're like fucking feeling good like you are like half erect as you walk into this yeah walk into this place and uh there's this uh band on stage it's like this this girl who's playing guitar there's this guy who has an electric guitar and uh, this bass player. And you walk in and uh, the woman who's the singer who's playing guitar, she's like, hey, thanks for coming out. Uh, we are called um, Butter Late Than Never. And here's our newest tune. And uh, she starts playing this song and it fucking sucks <laughs> all of this doesn't sound like fiction to me everything you've described so far sounds like <laughs> the last week of my life but go on so you're kind of watching and like it sounds like it's everything's untuned <clears throat> no one's playing real chords they're just it's, they're just kind of like slapping at their instruments and you're like what the fuck is going on because everyone else is kind of like swaying back and forth like a super into it yeah. And like you kind of like, oh, fuck. And you kind of cover your ears for a second. And you kind of look up and like the girl holding the guitar is like staring at you. And then she's kind of like really like like looking into your soul almost. And then you're kind of still covering your ears. And then she kind of stops playing and she goes, well, if you think you're so much better, Jake, why don't you try to play a song? Oh, she's reading my mind. <laughs> Yeah, and yet everyone looks at you and they, and they turn and look at you and, and they all go, <gasps> like there is, the, the drama is palpable yeah. inside the cool guy cafe. Yeah. And so you're kind of like, everyone's like, and, then, and they go, that's Jake Flores. And so you're like, you're feeling like, fuck, I can't back down from this. Famous murderer of Charles K. Murder. Sure. Yeah. That's why everyone knows me from it. And I'm like, well, shit. Yeah. I have to do this now, right? Yeah, I'll fucking do it. So you go up and she goes, yeah, have fun. And she hands you the guitar. (laughs) And you kind of pick it up and like put it around your neck or whatever. And she's kind of like looking at you shocked. 
Uh. And she can't believe what's going on. And she goes, but only those that are worthy can lift this guitar. Ooh. And you kind of look at her and you kind of just go, bow. Like you hit, you hit like a, like one big power chord on the guitar. And yeah. she goes flying off the stage. You, <laughs> you never see her again. Yeah, yeah. And so you just start playing. And it's this crazy thing where like, you can play guitar kind of, but like you're playing some incredible shit. Like you're like leading the band and you're like playing all this crazy crap. You're singing a song that you just are making up on the spot where you're just like, uh, you're just like, um, your heart is a universe. <laughs> I am your lover now. Let me come into the universe. You now rule. And like people are just freaking out. And like they're losing it. And you play an encore. You're encore. You're just like cherry pies okay. in my eyes. <laughs> people are losing it. And you're I'm playing, playing guitar. I'm playing Blink 182 style music. That's what you just did with the up and down. Yeah, but people love that shit. And there's one song where you're like, I killed a spider, then I saw all her children, and I took them in my heart. And like people are losing it. And yeah. so uh, you kind of look down the guitar, and it's crazy because on the back of the guitar, it says, he who holds this guitar, if he be worthy, shall wield the power of Thor. Okay. So the concert ends, and you're like, that was fucking crazy. And you still hold on the guitar. like You don't know where that woman went. And you bring it home, and you go to bed. Uh, you dream of a howling void. You wake up the next day. And you have all these crazy ass ideas for songs. And like, you're like writing all these songs, but a lot of them are kind of what you talked about. Those, those blink 182 up down kind of thing where like you have a song where it's like, um, it's like, I will never jack off. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, but like the songs are pretty good. Like people sure, are, yeah. are, are kind of, are kind of into them. So you are playing uh, a show one night and you go up and you're singing and people are loving it. And then suddenly out of nowhere, this guy walks into the back of the club and he kind of rushes towards the stage and he screams, I will destroy the pagan artifact. <laughs> and you go, what? And you look down and this guy, he's dressed as like a Catholic priest but he has like battle armor on yeah. and he has like a lightsaber <laughs> and uh, he leaps and he like ignites his lightsaber and he just like destroys your guitar. <laughs> he just cuts it in half. Yeah. And he looks at you and he just hands you his card and it just, and it says uh, Benedict Orlando Catholic battle priest <laughs> and it has his Instagram handle and he walks out. Do you look at his Instagram? Yeah, absolutely. You look at his Instagram and it, basically it's just uh, uh, pictures of like communion wafers that he's about to eat. <laughs> So it's like him, like Miami, like, and there's like a, a, there's like a communion wafer and there's like shrimp around it and stuff like that. And then there's a photo of him, like in Chicago, where there's a communion wafer and like sausages around it and stuff. So like this guy basically just travels around eating uh, communion wafers in different cool spots. You like follow him. You're like, fucking A, he never follows you back. So <laughs> you don't have the guitar anymore and you're kind of like annoyed and you're like, well, what the hell uh, am I supposed to do now? You know? And so um, 
you walk back to your apartment and you kind of like look over and uh, you see these like kids walking and they just remind you of like the dudes that you grew up with. There was a guy, um, Peter Trout, and there was this kid named um, Bojangles Bevinsworth. <laughs> and you guys would like uh, have like a lemonade stand. Sure. Every summer. Yeah. And they kind of look just like those guys. <clears throat> uh-huh. and, they, and like, in fact, like two, they both look over you and they go, hi, Jake. And they keep walking and you're like, all right, whatever. And so uh, you, you go up, uh, you go upstairs, uh, you go to bed and you just dream of those dudes. And you dream of those summers selling lemonade with your friends. You would leave your house at like 1030 in the morning and you wouldn't come back until the sun started to go down eight eight thirty at night you would just go outside you'd sell lemonade you guys would like you know play tic-tac-toe and all that stuff you guys would find um you ever see that thing where it's like uh someone pours new concrete and you put your hands in whatever sure yeah you and your buddies did that one time you accidentally as a joke like hip checked one of them and he fell into the uh the concrete and he just like sunk down to the bottom and you just went, <laughs> so uh, you were kind of thinking of those guys uh, and you go upstairs and you kind of fall asleep and you have, you have a dream where it's you in a kitchen okay. figuring out the perfect recipe for lemonade. Okay. You wake up and you bound to the kitchen and you just, all you do all day long is work on a lemonade recipe. Yeah. And finally, at the end, it's probably like 8.30 at night, you finally sip that glass of lemonade that you made. It's the best thing you've ever drank in your life. You look down at the glass of lemonade. You look at that shimmering yellow liquid. When you were uh, uh, nine years old, you were uh, walking around your neighborhood and you kind of took a couple wrong turns. You ended up in like the woods okay. and you were like, oh, wow, that was weird. Like, why am I in the woods? This is strange. And uh, you kind of like like are walking around and uh, you start hearing these strange noises and, and all this shit. There's like a, you see like a polar bear walk around. And you're kind of freaking out and uh, you kind of come to the end of, uh, of the forest and you kind of like look over and in this ravine is a, a dead body of this guy. And uh, you kind of like look at him and you realize it's the principal of your elementary school. He's just like lying dead in this ravine. And you and like he's kind of like staring at you and he's been like long dead. And uh, his skin is just like pallid and like yellow and shitty. And his the, the, the look of the, the, the it's the same shade of yellow. That your lemonade as that of. fucking lemonade for sure. The dead skin of your former principal, and it, that lemonade was the best lemonade I've ever tasted. It's incredible. Life. Yeah. So the next day, you start. You make a whole jug of it, and you go outside, and you like set up a lemonade stand. You start selling lemonade, and the first people are walking by, and they're like, "Uh, all right, whatever," because you're there, like, "Hey, lemonade," and people are like, "I guess." And then finally, someone stops, and they're like, "Oh, how much?" And you go, "25 cents, Mister." And he just feels so bad for you. So he gives you like a dollar and he goes, I just keep the change. And he drinks it and he kind of goes, he drinks the entire thing and he stops and he looks at it and he looks at you and he goes, fucking shit. 
and he goes, give me another glass. I'll give you $20. What do you do? Um, I think I would probably, I would totally give him a glass of that lemonade. for. $20. So he drinks it and he goes, he goes, I'm telling everybody about this. He gets on Reddit. There's a, a section of Reddit devoted to lemonade. Uh-huh. And uh, he kind of goes like, hey, if you're looking for the best, the best lemonade in New York, here's where you got to go. So business kind of like starts taking off. People are showing up. They're drinking the lemonade. There are some people like you just you just write donation only. Like, like you're like, I don't know how much to charge for this, whatever. So some people will give you like five bucks, two bucks, 25 right. cents. But then some people like like one guy comes by and he drinks it and he kind of looks at it. And he kind of goes. It's the same yellow as his skin. <laughs> he gives you $500 and sure. walks away. I know what I'm selling. Yeah. Yeah. So things are actually going uh, okay as far as all that goes. Where it's like, you're, you know, making money uh, and stuff like that. But like, whatever. This guy comes by and he goes, hi, Jake. My name is, my name is Elton Wan. He goes, I love your lemonade. I would lo- I, I really want to buy it from I want to buy your stand. Uh. And he goes, How about your people talk to my people and we'll figure something out that's mutually beneficial? What do you say, baby? Well, my thinking here is that I've sort of figured out that my career in entertainment has nosedived and I'm uh you know, a pariah on the internet. And then I fell ass backwards into this lemonade career that is clearly cursed. It is, a, a, I started a lemonade stand, which is, you know, the cornerstone of American like capitalism, right? Yeah. The, the, the kid with a lemonade stand, but what it is, is dark and dire and it's built on the death of this person right and that there's this of course i'm going to sell it i want to get the fucking i want to get it away from me as far as possible so so he goes uh, he goes how does seventy five thousand dollars sound dude that sounds so good he kind of smiles his teeth are the exact same hue of yellow as your lemonade. <laughs> yeah. He, when he smiles, I, I see the teeth. The thing pops off my head, the same color of yellow. Yeah. The dead face, the lemonade, and his teeth. But I have no reason to not. I'm like, fucking give me the money. I want to run his way as far as possible. He goes, um, I hope cash is okay. Oh, absolutely. He takes out a, uh, his fanny pack and he opens it up and he just like take he like very quickly counts out seventy five thousand dollars. Sure, it lands in your palm perfectly. Yeah, it's almost like like the like the the all the cash is almost cold to the touch, but not quite. Yeah, and so you're like you kind of look up and you go you don't really know what to say. So you go thanks, Mister. <laughs> He's like what the fuck. So you leave. Uh, you you go back home. And um, you kind of go to sleep or whatever. You dream of a howling void. You wake up and uh, you kind of like look at your phone and there's uh, all these news stories about how like a bunch of people have been poisoned by like uh, this like lemonade stand in Brooklyn. Sure. What do you do? 
it's not my lemonade stand. I ignore it, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't own that lemonade stand anymore. So you get a a, a knock on the door. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I don't answer it. They wait a second. There's another knock. A little more like urgent than the last one. Yeah. They go, Mr. Flores. <laughs> I'm going to not answer the door. They knock again. And like this time, it's like you can see the door being like pushed yeah, forward like, by how hard they're hitting it. They're like, boom, boom, boom. No, I'm not answering the door. They just open the door and walk in. Okay, sure. He goes, uh, my name is uh, uh, Lieutenant Sergeant Herbert Crumbs. He goes, normally I handle uh, candy, you know, candy crimes. He goes, but uh, <laughs> I, got a, I got a couple questions to ask you. I'm also one day away from retirement. <laughs> and you kind of look at them and you can kind of see like, a little bit of a thong popping up. Yeah. And you're and like from like beneath his like pants and he okay. kind of like shoves it down. He's like embarrassed. <laughs> like he clearly strips on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And he's one day from retirement. What do you do? Okay. Um uh, you know, I go, well, uh sorry, what's his name? Lieutenant Crump. He goes, My name is Herman Crumbs. Herman Crumbs. Well, as long as you're in my home, you know, have a seat. I offer him a seat at the table. So he does this thing where he sits. He does this thing where, like, he kind of, like, locks his knees and sits down. But he's not sitting on a chair. He's just, like, <laughs> sitting, like, on nothing. He's His lower body is so impressive. <laughs> and he goes, do you like lemonade, Mr. Flores? <laughs> um, I tell him I die. Uh, I don't. Particular. What about murder? <laughs> How do you like murder, Mr. Flores? I tell my I think I, I think I was implicated for manslaughter. And I don't think that's the same thing as murder. He when, goes, What do you mean by that? Well, when the microphone dropped and it fucking it went off and it caused the death of Charles K. Murder, that technically I think legally probably is manslaughter because my you know i didn't intend to murder him it was a faulty microphone and i have had this conversation with the good people at barringer <laughs> or whatever you know and uh you know i thought th this whole thing was behind me i guess i suppose he just goes what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> like he looks his face is bright red, but he like does not seem tired at all. But even though he's sitting on nothing, <clears throat> he's just supporting himself with his like lower, like his, his like calf strength. He's just squatting, yeah. He's not even sweating. <laughs> I'm like, well, isn't that why you came here? Like, didn't you come here to ask me about the manslaughter via the microphone? Then, or so then suddenly he just hears like on his like walkie-talkie, it's like, Herbert Crumbs, the Statue of Liberty is destroying the Empire State Building. And he goes, he kind of goes, Ugh! and he looks at you and he goes, it never ends. <laughs> and he goes, I'll be back. He goes, you know what? You got off lucky this time, punk. He starts to walk out and he just turns and he goes, by the way, I really love your album. <laughs> He's like that last one. He goes, it was fucking funny, dude. He goes, don't let anyone ever tell you you're not funny. He walks out. He doesn't even wait for you to say anything. Right. You're like, all right, that's weird. 
you're kind of like, what the fuck was that about? And suddenly you hear from like outside your apartment, the heavenly voice of an angel okay, singing your name. <laughs> what do you do? Well, I'm going to go outside and try and I, I'm, I'm intrigued. You open the door and walk out and there's a piece of pizza there and you slip on the piece of pizza and you <laughs> fall down uh, the stairs. <laughs> You're living in this apartment that is uh, 69 <laughs> floors up. So you just fall down the fire escape for 69 <laughs> floors. You okay. land at the bottom and you just go like, ow! Oh. Like it hurts really badly. And you just yeah. kind of think to yourself like, well, that could have went worse. <laughs> and then uh, somebody on one of those like scooters comes by and they just kind of like scoot over your neck and they break your neck. <laughs> <laughs> and you die <laughs> in an alley in New York City. <laughs> I every stairwell I fell down, I smashed against the back wall and every then somehow single time. rolled down the other end of the stairwell. And you did it for 69 floors. <laughs> somehow survived, and then a tourist on a scooter ran over your neck and broke it. <laughs> and as they run over the neck, they look down, they go, Oh, and then you, the last thing you hear before you die is I love the last album. And then you die. And then I'm like the same shade of yellow at them. You kind of like come to and you're uh, there's this like giant figure in front of you. It is uh, it's made up. It's it's a giant fly, but it is uh, it's made (laughs) up of like 10 billion small flies. Yeah. And it looks at you and it has the voice of a child and it goes, hello, Jake. I'm Beelzebub. I love you. And then it slowly chews on you for 10,000 years. Yeah. And then when it finally finishes, it burps and goes, excuse me. I fucking hate Bill's above. <laughs> and then you go to hell and you live there for the rest of eternity. Yeah, well, all this shit was <laughs> You wash your hair with lava every morning <laughs> and you brush your teeth with uh, gasoline. That's hell. <laughs> Welcome to it, you stupid asshole. Well, joke's on you. That's already what I brush my teeth with. (laughs) Can't stop me.